Welcome to the POV Hamilton podcast, where we're talking to innovators, educators, leaders, and builders across the steel city. We have the most diversified economy in Canada, and there are hundreds of stories waiting to be told of the people, the companies, and the organizations making it happen. Here's whose point of view you'll be listening to today. My name is Shokat Monica Yazdanian. I am the CEO of TOEFX Inc which is an ISO 13485 certified medical device company based in Hamilton, Canada. Roughly five to 10% of the global population has a fungal infection on their toenails called onychomycosis that leaves the nails yellow and crumbling. So even though this is one of the most stubborn and prevalent infections in the world, you've probably never actually seen it unless you suffer from it because people with this infection are incredibly good at hiding their feet. Um, the infection won't kill you, but the psychological damage is huge because there's so much stigma around this. And ToeFX has developed one of the first light-based therapies in the world for fungal infection of the nails, the toenails. We have customers from BC to Newfoundland across Canada, and our goal is to rid the universe of onychomycosis. About me, uh, I'm a scientist by training in chemical physics. I did my PhD at Cornell University in New York. I also have a law degree from Western University. I've taught physics. I've worked in photovoltaics, in litigation support. I moved to Hamilton in 2015 from Toronto, where I was before at the University of Toronto. Uh, to assume the role of director of the Forge Startup Incubator at McMaster University, which was brand new at the time. My final project in 2019 was to help move the incubator into a beautiful new space on the lower level of McMaster Innovation Park and really creating a sort of central hub for Hamilton startups. Um, that was a lot of fun and I still feel a surge of pride and happiness today when I interact with companies today in 2021 that were small and puny and literally just a founding team at a PowerPoint deck in 2015. And today, some of them are selling products all over the world. Uh, I can even name a few of the medical technology oriented ones who were really early stars at the Forge. So Enhanced Medical Nutrition, Epineuron, Mariner Endosurgery, Vox Neuro, Iugo Health. I got to see all of these companies and more grow almost from their birth. Let's talk a bit about growing because it's a topic of, of particular interest to me, given my role in the ecosystem for so long. I certainly agree that there are probably more startups launched now in 2021 uh, than there were in 2015. Certainly when I left the Forge in 2019, there was data, there were data to support the statement that the number of startups who interacted with the innovation ecosystem was growing. When I started, there were 11 companies in the incubator. I was the first director of the Forge. We were just getting things off the ground. Everything was brand new. I think now that number is well over 200. Um, what does this mean, though? Because startup is a broad catch-all term for everything, from a person with a whiteboard and $25 in the bank account to a billion-dollar company, right? Um, SpaceX is capitalized at something like $75 billion and still classes itself as a startup, I think. Um, so it's important to reflect on whether this is the right question to be asking. 
um, two issues with quoting just volume of startup produced. What do we mean by startup? And is that a meaningful measure of innovation output? Um, if you look at admittedly imperfect indicators like the Global Innovation Index, it's sobering. It gives us reason to pause and ask ourselves, why is Canada generally still so bad at innovation, right? Again, the Global Innovation Index and others like it are far from a perfect measure, but even making a mental correction on that front, statements like Canada fares much better at innovation inputs than innovation outputs is really shouldn't be a surprise to anyone who's worked closely in the tech innovation ecosystem. What are innovation inputs? So things like R&D spend, right? The number of innovation projects started, the number of new ideas in the pipeline, number of new employees. And I think we do quite well by most measures at any of these and especially at academic research, especially McMaster, you know, loves to loves the billing of one of the top research universities in the world. Um, so generally pretty good at starting, but let's flip it and look at outputs. So innovation outputs, things like number of, you know, ROI of innovation activities, active, actual versus targeted break-even time, revenue, profit, profit growth, the number of new products launched in X amount of time. And in these things, Canada is not considered to be so amazing. Even the Conference Board of Canada gave Canada a C in innovation in its last 2018 survey. Reminding you though, Canada is a G7 country, right? We could possibly be expecting to do it better. Um, so why do I take this long detour to your, to your nice question? You're asking me roughly how is Hamilton doing what do I think of the startup ecosystem? And I can't really tell you that until we've all decided what it is we're trying to achieve. Um, what is it we're trying to measure? Because you know that there's that great quote from E.M. Goldratt, tell me how you measure me and I'll tell you how I behave. And I think it's very apt. If what we're trying to do is increase the raw number of startups in Canada, regardless of output, stage or productivity, we're probably doing quite well in Hamilton, we're probably doing quite well beyond Hamilton. Um, if we are looking at different indicators and the way I phrase the question, you know, you probably think, I think we should be, um, I, we, right? We, we, I think there's room for improvement. So if you're only measuring things like dollars invested in innovation, don't be surprised when you get a system that is very good at burning big dollars investing in, in innovation. TOEFX has quite a wonderful origin story. It was founded in 2016 by Dr. Irit Van Ham. She's a toxicologist. She's my business partner. And she's remarkably has only been in Canada for maybe 15 years. Um, so she has not only navigated the challenges of immigration, which is kind of a wonderful story in itself, especially like my family and ourselves, we're also immigrants. Um, she, uh, she has founded this uh, wonderful project. Um, so Irit partnered with McMaster University's Zoo Lab on in vitro and cadaver studies of the early phases of the treatment. And you can see some of this lovely data on our website, www.toyfx.com, quick plug. Um, high resolution optical microscopy images of the structure of a toenail that has been infected. It's quite interesting to see. Um, 
In 2019, I joined the company as CEO, and our goal was to move the technology out of the lab and into the marketplace with a particular emphasis on speed. We really wanted to do this as quickly as we could, obviously within the regulatory and legal framework. And we did, so we moved pretty fast. Our first units went for sale in October, 2020, maybe November, 2020. And every month since we've been growing, it's actually, it's hard to keep up sometimes um, with the demand and, and particularly with the interest, not just from within Canada, but from outside Canada as well, both from patients and from clinicians. So it's been a very uh, rapid journey and it's been a very exciting one as well. In terms of, so what you're asking about getting a life sciences company off the ground, I think the nice thing about Hamilton is you're never really more than a couple of phone calls from reaching anybody. It's a small, friendly, and very supportive community. So it's a supportive place, I would say, generally speaking, for, for any company. So the Synapse Life Science Pitch Competition, I believe it's billed as Ontario's premier life sciences uh, startup competition. And in 2021, ToeFX won it, which we were very happy about. Uh, the prize was close to $50,000. That's $38,000 cash and $10,000 in legal services, which we were very happy to work with the firm uh, Readout and Maybe. Um, the way it works is you're paired or you're partnered with a student team. That student team, you work with them in tandem to develop a business plan and that culminates in a pitch. And we really, we kind of realized the best case scenario out of this competition because we both won the top prize and we found some incredible students and one of them we ended up hiring. So I'm not going to lie, we really enjoyed winning first place. Um, our student team, Norissa, Shaba and Jenny were outstanding and they were absolutely over the moon with the win, possibly because they were so bored during COVID and there wasn't a lot else going on, but possibly also because they worked incredibly hard and deserve a lot of credit. Um, what else I liked about it is the prize money is big enough to genuinely make a difference to a startup company, a fledgling startup company. And nice, thanks guys, there are no, no strings attached to the spend which was, is really helpful. It gives you the leeway and sort of the freedom to take your company in the direction you need it to go. So it was a very good experience for us. As an innovation-based company, it's important to be developing new things. Uh, so we have a few new products in the, in the pipeline as well to do with, mostly to do with diagnostics, but as difficult as fungus is to treat, and it is really difficult to treat, like really surprisingly difficult. Until you get it, you will not be aware of what, of what a problem this is. Um, we have patients in our clinical trial who have had the same infection for 25 years and more. It just, it does not go away. There's something about this organism that loves human nails and no matter what you put on those nails, it will not be dissuaded. It just holds fast and stays there forever and ever. Um, so it's very difficult to treat, but it's also surprisingly hard to diagnose. And that comes as a surprise because we're used to taking a blood sample or giving a urine sample and it's one or zero. Are you infected or are you not? And with this organism, just the diagnostics are tricky enough. It's actually not a one or zero scenario. There's, there's a one or zero and then a maybe, a kind of a half, right? So we want to 
if we're going to branch out, it will be to improve diagnostics and give clinicians an additional tool to say yes or no, like to really give patients the information that they're looking for. Right now, there's a lot of guesswork as to whether or not you have the infection. People start experimenting with really unusual cures like vinegar, apple cider vinegar. Anything in the world has been billed as a fungal remedy online as a, as a sort of hope remedy. Um, and our role, what we see it as to as, is to clarify, to bring really good science uh, to this problem and see how we can help. It's really gratifying and wonderful when we see our patients just glowing with happiness because for the first time in 20 years, they have nice clear nails and they can go to the beach and, and not feel the stigma, the shame of, of being labeled as unclean or the worry of passing this on to their loved ones. You cannot look at any one, one factor. I mean, I think all the parts of the city would, would need to sort of work together and think about what is it that makes this place attractive and who is it we're trying to attract? And this goes back to the startup question. If we are trying to attract or create a startup ecosystem here, merely having good startup services in place is probably not going to be enough because that's not, that's not you know, people are human. They live in, a, in cities, they choose places to live for a, a variety of different reasons. It has to be the whole package. The idea that every organization, I do think that leadership in this area is important. It's important to avoid duplication of services. Um, and it's important to, to pick a direction so you can go in, so you can choose the correct direction. Whether we're trying to develop Hamilton as a home for a specific sector, like a particular flavor of startups really changes things. Um, if it's a certain level, are we talking about mostly very early stage startups and then they move on to a different ecosystem as they grow into something bigger, right? So you have to pick a, a lane to some extent. Um, and again, it comes back to what are we trying to measure? Pick the thing that you're trying to measure, tell everyone about it, measure it, and then you'll probably find that there's movement in that direction. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And please consider rating and reviewing as it helps others to find the show. For more information or to listen to past episodes, go to povhamilton.com.